Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking at you. Gotta get ready, kick quick. Yeah, I'm up next on the Prince. They ain't been the same ever since. Living pretty good on the channel. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brad Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got increased. I get no bitches. Bringing content on the daily. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's Podcast. This is episode 38 of this soon-to-be illustrious podcast, and joining you as always, because if you're listening to this podcast, 38 episodes in, that means we're doing something right, because you actually enjoy what we put out. But if you are new around here, I am the voice that does the most, the purveyor of mischief, Gresh, just G-R-E-S-H, nothing more, nothing less. And joining me as always is the queen of rebels herself, Swella the Bandit. I am extra hype because I am high as hell. But <laughs> what is up with your family? <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, so we're live, apparently. Um, I hope y'all had a great week. I hope y'all had a great day. Because, yeah, um, it's going to be a good episode. So yeah. I just hope y'all are tuning in and paying attention. Well, you got to tune in and pay attention because, I mean, think about it. It's the Gresham Leafs podcast. Like, why would you not? Why would you not in? at this point? At this point, what like <laughs> what I got to do? I, I'm not going to do anything sexual, but what do I got to do to get you guys to tap in? And if you haven't already, make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast because we got a lot going on, especially on tonight's episode where we revisit WWF Monday Night Raw from February 19, 2001, where initially calling out Trish Stratus, Stephanie McMahon Hemsley receives an unexpected visit from the one and only Stone Cold Steve Austin, little old Stone Cold, and it was a it was an intense, it was a fun episode. It was it was, two, it was like when you take the commercials out, it was two hours. It was basically an hour and thirty minutes, hour and thirty seven yeah. minutes, give or take. I was expecting it to be longer for some reason, but then I, I got to remember modern WWE is three fucking hours for some reason. Yes. So I have to remember <laughs> two hours was a thing back in the day. So we're good on that. It was a, it was a, it was a solid episode. We're going to get to that in just a little bit, but we got a little house notes for you guys. For those of you who haven't already tapped in, it's that time again for a few little housey notes. Just so you know, because excluding the live show reviews, the video format of this show at, has a new home. This will be my last time mentioning this because after after a while, you guys should know by now where the home of the main video format of the podcast is, and that is over at patreon.com slash digital. It will be available for all tiers starting at $1. If you're the person who likes to watch their podcast in video format, then that will be your place to go as far as everyone in general. The show will be available wherever you listen to your podcast. In case you missed our previous post-show reviews for both the Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber, they are both available now over on YouTube.com slash at Gresh Unleashed Pod. It was a one-man show for the Elimination Chamber show impromptu style and it went great swallow was in the in the chat as well she was chopping it up and vibing with us as well because i believe she had to work but she was still on her phone so that's the beauty behind the podcast you can literally watch it wherever you listen wherever you want to do it whenever we do the post shows i articulated my points and words perfectly and who knows if swallow isn't available we might do a one-man show in the future 
But speaking of one-man shows, for the upcoming AEW Revolution 2023 pay-per-view event, there's a high chance of it not being happening. It's not happening. Um, due to me being booked that day, I am booked on that Sunday. Uh, I don't know if Swell might, might be available, but it, if but let's put it this way. This is a to-be-determined, but more likely it might not happen because uh, I'm booked that day in the afternoon, but if I'm off in time to at least catch the main show, then we'll do a review. If not, we'll see you on that Thursday for a new episode of the Gresham Leagues Podcasting. And honestly, if you follow me across all social media platforms, especially TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, I don't really post on Facebook, but or Twitter, then you probably see my thoughts about it somewhere, shape, or form. But as far as a post show, 99.5% chance of it not happening. And that's okay because... Knowing AEW, those pay-per-views would be mad long for no damn reason. But uh, before we tap into our our review for today's episode, got to step over to NGL because uh, we're bringing it back after a mini break. Bringing it back. Oh, shit. A lot it's of funny you say that because I'm about to bring mine back, too. Yeah, you might as well pull it up. You might as well pull it up. If, if it, I ain't even. I don't even have mine up yet. That's the thing. Like good. I it's haven't even good. got into it lately, and I'm like, yeah, I think I want to start this again. Yeah, we'll probably we'll, <laughs> we'll bring yours back next episode. We'll bring yours back next episode. But for this one, have you ever cried during a movie? Yes. Oh, you have. Yes. I, I, I don't even. I don't even think I remember what movie it is, but I did. I caught myself getting emotional. Or not like emotional, like crying, but like like oh, I'm sad, but tears running down my eyes. Nah. Oh, I take that back. Yes, I do remember the movie now. The movie was called if if anybody has been watching Disney movie for years, <laughs> there's this one specific movie I used to watch when I was a kid. So much so, I played this movie over and over and over. Like it's called Mighty Joe Young. Ah, I, I love that movie. But my mom, she got so tired of me watching it so many times because she was like, dang, I'm so tired of my baby, like, just traumatizing herself. And it wasn't that. She had to fully understand that, okay, my child likes certain type of animals, and she has a heart. So, like, that very ending scene, that's what just got me the most. Like, I was like, why would you Why would you shoot him down? Like, it was just bad. Like, and I used to, no matter how many times I played that movie, I will always cry. And to this day, I still can get like that. It's like, I like, I will not, if I ever watch that movie and I watch it with somebody, I have to really catch myself to not make myself cry in front of everybody else. But if I watched it by myself, I know I will cry again. That's a fact. <laughs> that does not mean y'all can play upon my emotions. Yeah, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, post but, a clip. Like, post a clip. Post a clip. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> post a clip on Twitter. Oh my I'll god! It. it took me so many years <laughs> to try to heal over that trauma alone. Just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was traumatizing myself. Like, <laughs> and I really do love that movie. Like. <laughs> My mom was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know how... So, like, we had old cassette tapes for, you know, kids born in the 90s or younger. Well, I'm sorry, not younger. Older. 
you know, we grew up on the cassette tapes, VHS, and it's like, in the inside, it's like this black stringy thing, it's called a reel, and if you run out of that, there's no more film in it. That's how much I played that movie. I watched that movie that much. My mom was just like, man, and it's crazy now, because now we got it, we still have it on VHS, but I had to go buy it. I found it at Goodwill. When I was like in my early, like I'm still in my early 20s now, but like when like 22 or 23, I found it at a Goodwill and I ended up getting it. You're in your mid 20s, but okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, I thought you were going to say Lion King. <laughs> I have that too. No, I'm talking about, I thought you was going to say Lion King made you cry. I'm going to say that made everybody oh, cry. Oh, no. Yeah, that makes everybody cry. Yeah. I don't think like, I cried. You lost the clip. Like, I don't think I, think I, I cried. did it once. I was sad, but I don't, I don't think I cried. I don't, I, yeah, I did it once when I was small. That was about it. But then, like, now it's like not sad too like sad sad as much as I was when I was a kid but maybe some tears yeah someone asked how old are you again I'm 28 how many times I gotta tell you if you listen to this podcast <laughs> if you listen to this podcast I literally tell you every chance I get I'm 28 I'm 28 yeah he's 28 years young and I'm 27 years young people and she talking about she- and she talking about she and she talking about she in her early twenties. Girl, you in I your mean, mid to late twenties. That's why I didn't know how to say it because I was like, because like we my in early, early twenties and years. Like, but my mid, yeah, like that's crazy. Um, do you have any cute friends for me? LMAO. Depends on who you are. Who are you? <laughs> like, I need a re- I need an application. We need we need to fill, fill out the we need to fill out the application because uh, I'm yeah. not gonna hook my friends and my my sisters Hello. up with just anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a, there's a process to this because there's a a, a possi- and I require a processing fee. There's a possibility <laughs> of someone getting pregnant and we don't want no ugly reproduction. Like I'm just gonna be real. Like like I hate this notion where people be like, oh God makes mom makes all children. He, he, that's a beautiful baby in his mom's eye. No, that's a ugly baby. You like, gotta lie like that. Games. So there's a processing fee and, pro- and, and, some, and a processing situation. Is you an ugly motherfucker? What do lawyers say? I need, you gotta pay my retainer. Yeah. Favorite like, movie. Oh, Baps. <laughs> Rest in peace to, to one of the Baps. But yeah, I I I think me and the family ran that movie to the ground coming up too. Yep, Baps. It's still uh, on Amazon. What is I think it? Be- it's on Amazon what is it? Prime beautiful now? and beautiful America. Uh, beautiful American princesses. Okay, I was like, yeah. Was, oh yeah. No, uh, black. Sorry, black, black American, American princesses. princesses? I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know if we if we got it wrong. But yeah, I remember that movie fondly. Like it, it's like I think I saw it on TV the other day, like just in passing. I was like, damn, I remember that watching us that watching that movie down. It's on Tubi. It's on I believe Amazon Prime, and I believe it's on HBO Max. Probably, but it's still uh, it's still out here. Like it's it's alive and well. Like yes. But yeah, uh, I think my favorite movie ooh, growing up was Little Rascals. Yes. That was my favorite movie. I still have that. Up. And we have the black and white version too. Yeah, I've heard the black. I, I only acknowledge the second one that they made in 20, I believe, 16, 15. It's like they did okay. a, a sequel. Shit was terrible. But Right, right. But okay. Yeah, that, the, the first the one. The one that came before that. The one that, that came was in, in 90, was it 94? Was it 94? I think so. 95? Um, one of those numbers. 
Yeah, that was one of mine's favorite growing yes. up. Yes. Now I don't really have a favorite movie because I'm behind. I mean, I'm so involved behind the scenes. I don't, I don't think a lot of recent movies move me to make it my favorite. So I probably have to get back to, to get back on that one because I don't know. Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Okay. So my mine's a little rascal. Yours was Baps. Yep, there you go. Uh, 420 is coming up. Oh, yeah. In yeah. less than a month and a half, and you're very fond on, with weed. So if you were to invite anyone on your show just to smoke with, who would it be and why? Um, I would definitely... I got to go. You go first. All right. I, I, would, defi- <laughs> I would definitely invite... Uh, oh, what's his name? What is his name? His name is slipping my mind. Oh, I would definitely, definitely and not invite Riddle. I'll invite Randy Orton. Oh yeah, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> I'll bite Randy Orton. Uh, ooh, I'll bite the street Proppers, Even if I don't know if they smoke weed or not, but I'll bite them. Okay. I'll, I'll bite Lovely Laveau. She was just on the show okay. uh, this past Tuesday. I will invite. Ooh, I will invite. What's his name? What is his name? Shit. I will invite. I bite Chris from Twitter. Uh, what's his name? G- General Booty is what his okay. act name is. I'll invite him. Pretty much anybody who I'm I'm cool with, uh, I'll definitely invite X three. X three, he was he was recently on the podcast um, last season. I definitely invite. Okay. There's so many people. It'll literally be it'll, it'll, this entire video format will literally be an entire <laughs> like Brady bunch of people what? who I would invite to just smoke with, and then all we do is just top. It'll literally be an hour or two of just just talking nonsense. It will be the most chaotic 420 episode. When is 420 <laughs> fall? Now you got me. Um, now you got me curious. When does it fall? Four twenty. That falls on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might have to uh, yeah. return. We might have to return the podcast live for that one. Hold That's on. fine. We might have to. Like, we might have to go live I am for that one. Open to it. Four <laughs> twenty. Yeah, yeah. I might not smoke in the house because I, I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed in the right. house. I might get a bait and 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 settle for that, or or um a pong a bong and just. Smell, smell for that, but I would never smoke an actual blunt in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, of course the, not. The smell lingers. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas a bong, it, it doesn't linger as much. So, yeah, whoever asked that, yeah, who would you bring on the show for 420? Like you said, it's a lineup. Of course, there's you. But real, but real, most of my people was not realistic. Realistically, who would you bring on? on? There's you. There's definitely... Like my my little brother, definitely. There's my home my homeboy. Oh, I gotta shout him out too. My homeboy Tom that I had to put him on too because he's hilarious. But he he like definitely him. And then like if I could like definitely Alchemist, Currency, Action Bronson, like just oh, of yeah. course Wiz and of course Uncle Snoop. Like, why not? <laughs> oh, Snoop get on there. We all going to pass out. Shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely Uncle Snoop. Like, even, yeah. if, even if we don't do it live, we can tell you right now. Even if we don't go live on, on all platforms, we can tell you right now that 420 episode will probably be an in-person episode. So the smoking will commence at some point. She don't smoke as much, or I don't know. She she don't smoke. She she I think she's 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 basically my designated driver. But I I've smoked before with her in my presence, and we're perfectly fine. So just know, yeah. First episode, but like that's the thing. It just it's always 
how we always say it is it's, it's all about like the vibes man like that's why like i've cut back like a whole lot because of that because i'm like nah i have to be around people i like mm-hmm, that i can work with cause... some of y'all i don't really like like that like, and i don't y'all even like... know how y'all act when y'all do get up Y'all are ignorant. Some of y'all are weird. Y'all are ignorant. 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 So, yeah, the 420 episode of the Gresham Lee podcast is going to be lit. Pun intended. What are. Oh, my fucking God. What are you. This looks bad. Like, like, I don't even want to answer this. What are your (laughs) thoughts? It's just how you said it. Like, mmm. What are your thoughts on the eat a booty movement? Wow. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that, so <laughs> I don't I can't really <laughs> make sure it's clean. I don't know what like I don't do that, man. I don't I wouldn't know. But as a clean, as a, you know, have a clean hygiene connoisseur, I recommend you clean yourself. Like, don't set nobody up, you know, like. Yo, we are on one today. Ah, wow. Oh wow! <laughs> Whoa! My stomach hurt. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of question? Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't do that. I'm not against people that do it, but you know, just make sure it's you know, make sure it's clean. So I can Listen. say, please. Listen, make sure it's clean. And make sure you clean too. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Like, please. Oh my fucking God. You're doing yourself a disservice by not being clean, especially with that particular subject. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand these these bitches. (laughs) This this NGL segment was probably a mistake. Oh my god! (laughs) No, that. Are you? Someone said, "Are you the plowers of the world?" All right, now it's time to move on. (laughs) Because what? What does that mean? That was the NGL segment. Because uh. Y'all are mother, y'all. I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> and I don't even, you know, and I don't even have the energy to go try to look that up. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even trying to. I'm not gonna do that to myself. Eat a booty movement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to bring this up, but I'm gonna bring it up anyway. I told my mom like the minute that have like. Like, I get married and things of that nature. Oh, my Lord. I will be so frightened if one of my kids, like, walked in. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, I took her. I was like, man, 
I'm I'm looking at my husband like, now nah, you go talk to them. I'm not doing this. Like, no short term. I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. And then the minute he asked me why, I'm like, well, technically, I said we should lock this door. But my kids will have sense enough to knock. You know what I'm saying? At least do that. Because mm-hmm. you just can't just come barging in. Like, that's just crazy. Because <laughs> I just cannot do that. Like, like man, what? Like, you know how rude that is? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to talk. Like, me and your dad trying to have a conversation. And you just... Boom. Just barge your way up in here like you pay bills. Like you don't want to knock first. We taught you manners. Like, come on. You know, you know better than that. <laughs> now I gotta handle that and then come back and try to piggyback where I left off. You know how much energy that I have to have. <laughs> how frustrating it is. <laughs> like, Oh man, like she was like, see, that's what hey, that's what you gotta do. You just gotta teach them how to just be respectful, teach them how to knock, and you know, it's she said it's it's, it's ways to do stuff. Like if they do happen to barge in, just take the cover and just hey, like you all right? Like, no, okay, well go outside. Give give me a second. Nah, like, I'll be me. out I keep the cover and be like, all right, go, <laughs> go. Go out, go out. What are you doing? I'm, st- no. I'm, I'm still going, but I'm like, get out, get no. out, <laughs> get out. No. Get. Daddy, what are you doing? We're playing football. Get out. <laughs> we playing football. <laughs> get out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll probably That'd be hilarious if one of your kids like, are you winning? Like, <laughs> well, make sure you win. Like, Make sure you win so we can get out I mean, the damn room. I'm going to win, but, you know, you kind of throw me off my game here. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for us to step into the time machine once again for our retro review for Monday Night Raw from February 19, 2001, where Stephanie McMahon Hemsley, if you will, receives an unexpected visit from Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, without revealing too much of what went down, because we're going to br- try to break this down brick by brick, bar by bar. What did you think about this overall episode? I know you said before we hit record, I you said you liked loved this it. Episode. Yeah, right. So I loved it. It was great. It was definitely electrifying. I had to make sure this wasn't an episode we already reviewed because oh, okay. I-, I need to start writing down these episodes because I literally be coming across... <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm like, I'd be like, oh shit, we, we did that one already. So I have to, I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing them down so we can not do back to back again. So, but uh, this episode was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It had some moments where I was I because I screen because for those of you who follow me on Twitter, I screenshot what I'm watching at the moment. I screen I screen grabbed a particular moment that people were like, out of context, this is wild. But it's like, yeah, we'll get to that, but this was a, a fun episode that we we checked out. This uh, classic WWF opening intro where everything seems like it's crashing all over the place. It always um, gives you that the vibes that shit's about to hit the fan right out the gate. And then we get a re. We start off the show with a recap package from SmackDown. It's Triple H versus The Rock on free TV. 
for some reason, with Stone Cold Steve Austin heading out to get on commentary. Uh, this was basically a match. Uh, we get a ref bump right out of the gate, and that was a way to set up Kurt Angle to run out and hit The Rock with the belt. Triple H wants the referee, but before before hitting the pedigree, and Kurt was about to do it until Stone Cold took him out, and then Triple H was about to do it again until Rock hit a rock bottom, and then Austin tossed in Earl Hebner. That man ain't been getting abused a lot on these shows. Uh, and, <laughs> and Rock was about to win until Kurt Angle broke the count, throwing the match out, and then more chaos went down with Angle and Austin brawling, and then Crispin, uh, Crispin Noir, came out for a double team with both Angle and Benoit locking both Austin and Rock in their respective submission holes as Triple H was wasting beer, just wasting resources by pouring it all over Austin before spitting it in his face. I'm like, oh, disrespectful, motherfucker. All right. Mm-hmm. Then we get the raw cold open. It's the lights and the pots. It's on the beat and it's on the... I don't even know what they're saying, but I know my I head bops. To- <laughs> yeah, because like, I turn my I turn my subs all the way up like that. He got me hot. I was like, I like this. <laughs> they, they was in there. And then the pyro goes off with a nice little transition from. The, I like how they. Zoomed into the Minitron and then it like a swerve and then it went to the crowd. I, I love that. And then we had crowd sound signs everywhere. Uh-huh. Every time I used to watch these old episodes, I'd be like, why don't we have signs like that anymore? But then when I went to an actual wrestling show and I saw someone had a big ass sign in the seat in front of me, not we was level up, but it wasn't in, but I because I, I I could see regardless that he held it up, but he was like in front of me and the sign just covered my whole face. So, Dang. unless I stood up, so I just like you know what, fuck that. Uh, y'all can keep the signs away. <laughs> I mean, if you do bring a sign, be considerate by the people behind you. But this shot, the the shot that we saw with the panning into the crowd, it was it was signs everywhere. We're live from St. Louis, Missouri, for Raw is Wars. This is the go home to No Way Out 2001 with Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler on commentary with them announcing the main event. A tag team match, Stone Cold and The Rock versus Kurt Angle and Crispin. And then they announced Triple H and Stephanie versus William Regal and Trish Stratus in an intergender tag. I'm like, oh, we're getting crazy right out the gate. All right. And speaking of getting crazy out the gate, we get keep rolling, 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 <laughs> rolling, rolling. We get uh, rolling with The Undertaker coming out for a triple threat match with his brother Kane, air quotes, Barred from ringside along with the tag team partners of his opponents. This was basically a setup for the triple threat tag for the tag team titles at No Way Out. Uh, out next is Devon Dudley, decked out in camouflage and shades. Got a, full, a recap of the brawl between the three teams on the previous Raw. Uh, the final man out is Christian, accompanied by Edge. Even though he was barred from ringside, JR was confused to join commentary. It said on commentary that it's three sets of brothers compete in the, for the tag team titles, and I smell cap because none of these men are related. No. I've been lied to. <laughs> they not. I've been lied they to. Not. I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> I've been swingled. I've been bamboozled bored, and I've been led astray. They, none of these brothers are related. None of them. And that is so funny because they somebody literally made a post the other day on facebook and said you guys have literally been lied to all and i have as well 
we all were made to believe that these two were brothers and in real life and it was Kane and, and Undertaker and I laughed so hard and I was like y'all just now freezing out that they not related I'm like, like we, I, I figured that some out some of us been knew that like <laughs> no nah, I figured that out soon as Twitter became a thing and I was mm-hmm. like in 2010 11 and they was like oh yeah they're not related I'm like yeah, uh-huh. and then I started, I started, yeah. I started googling, and I did Wikipedia. I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> so Wikipedia like told all these me. Years. Wikipedia revealed the truth to me, and I was like, wait a minute, they not related? Because I saw storyline, brother. I'm like, storyline. It's a storyline. Mm-hmm. Then I started looking I- into what all this stuff is. I'm like, oh, you son mm-hmm. of a bitch. Yep. And I was like, okay, that's that's what that's what they call WWE created. Okay. Makes sense. Hmm. So y'all been <laughs> Makes lying. A lot of sense. Uh, so y'all lying to me. Uh, the the match itself was it was a nice exchange between the three men, and um, it was all over the place. It was it wasn't it it didn't it didn't bore me because I was hyped for it. Uh, when Undertaker was at ringside, Ed started yelling at Undertaker, who no sold him in pie face, and he said, "Man, get your bitch ass out of my face." <laughs> uh, Edge took a seven exception to that and jumped on the apron to distract the referee long enough for Christian to hit. A low blow on Taker, who was going for the choke slam on Devon during Black History Month. I believe it. Uh, Christian took the fight to Devon briefly before he was stopped by a nice little clothesline. And Taker then hit a choke slam on Devon, but the pin was broken up by Christian. Taker then knocked Edge off the apron with Christian trying to sneak up on Taker for the unpredator, unprettier. But Taker pushed him off and set him up for the last ride with a nice pop. And he got some height on that last ride. And he connects picking up the win. It, it, was, it wasn't that long. I think it was like three minutes, four minutes. The matches on this show was not that long, except for the main event. I feel like everything else was like three, short, two minutes. Edge tried to jump um, Taker quickly after the match, but Taker fought back and he was laid out with a choke slam. And the American bad, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm saying everything. The American badass <laughs> is he stands tall, shouting, "This is my yard!" And just I'm like, nice little little pop because this was built to the triple threat table match, and no way out for the tag team titles. We cut backstage with Triple H just chilling on the trunk of a car with Stephanie McMahon, Hemsley pacing back and forth, waiting for Trish Stratus to arrive to the arena, and we'll show that. And I quote, "Skank." Just who the dominant female in the World Wrestling Federation is. When I saw this, I took a picture, a screenshot of this, and I was like, this is literally me when, whenever a woman just be mad about anything and I just be chilling on the trunk. I'll be like, all right, yeah, I got this. Like, uh, you sure you want to do this? You sure? I don't be trying to stop them. I'll be like, you sure you want to do this? Are you positive? All right. All right, bet. We get a recap of Undertaker's dominant showing in that triple threat, and then we cut to the back of Edge and Christian recovering. And Edge says the one thing they have over the other two teams is they have brains, and they need to come up with a plan B fast. Up next, we get Lita coming out to compete one-on-one with Dean Malenko. I always wanted to go one-on-one with Lita, said the king. And I said, okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jerry. All right. <laughs> One thing that brought these two together, air quotes, is Dean Malenko's lust for Lita. And we get a recap of Malenko and Lita's recent history with Malenko licking his lips at Lita in a bikini at WWF New York, their date on SmackDown in 2000, which led to Lita in white lingerie 
at Malenko's hotel room, which led to the Hardys assaulting him with a flower vase and then tipping the bed over. And then Malenko just dominated her whenever they faced off at Armageddon. No matter where, they just faced, they, he just dominated, uh, forcing kisses on her, which Lita responded to in kind, a slap it to the face. Her opponent out next is Cesaro. I'm sorry, uh, the OG version of his theme song played here, and I, I thought Claudio was coming out. Uh, his Her opponent is Dean Malenko, and this match was at the request of Lita. This was basically a non, non-existent match. Uh, Malenko quickly asserted dominance right out the gate, and Lita demanded the referee stay back. She got she got this. She's like, I got this. I, I got this. Calm down. Malenko didn't grab the steel chair, but the referee stopped that. Lita kept fighting back until Malenko overpowered her instantly. Malenko kept taunting Lita and continued his dominance until the referee was knocked down by Lita's boots. He literally swung her around like a doll and just bunk. Uh, Malenko then grabbed his steel chair again and was teasing to hit her with a chair until Matt Hardy jumped the barricade and yonk. He just slammed Malenko in 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 the head with a chair. And then Lita covered Malenko to pick up the win. This was basically a nonchalant match. But what happened next (laughs) is, I guess, the talk of the town. It's kind of awkward, especially if you know what happens now. Like, in recent, in 2005 and all that stuff. You're like, ooh, this is awkward. Uh, Lita is happy and they hug and then Matt kisses her, which shocks Lita. And then Matt instantly apologizes and begins to walk away until Lita catches up with him, yanks him around and kisses him back. And they kiss yeah, which makes sense because they were dating at the time. Uh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote down what King was just on one. She's eating him up. She's swallowing him whole. This is a family program. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like King. That, that got a, that got a chuckle out of me. I, I'm not gonna lie. That that I'm like yeah. Even though it, all the stuff that was about to happen, you sure this is a family show? <clears throat> anyway. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Stephanie and Triple H are still in the parking lot. When a limo pulls up, Stephanie yanks the door doors or trying to open, yank them open. When she sees Trish pop out the sun visor, uh, Stephanie just starts climbing and just starts skinning the cat and starts. She, she went off. She says "spack" and they start. She just she just started slamming her head on there, <laughs> and then this I is the, was like, "Girl!" And this is the part where like, I screenshot where Triple H was holding her back, and, and I, I I got a screen grab of Triple H smiling at the camera, and Stephanie <laughs> and Stephanie uh, still trying to fight, and I posted it with no context, so people were like, "Wait a minute, Triple H, what are you doing?" <laughs> And then some weirdo, or not, I wouldn't even say weirdo because I don't know. They, some Someone at, responded unprovoked that she said she likes it from back there on the Howard Stern show. Uh, and I'm like, did I ask? <laughs> so that's when I just let let the tweet alone. Because if you watched my my, my, my sit down with uh, Love Little Vo, we basically said once you post a tweet and it gets out of hand, once once we leave, once it leaves 20 uh, comments, I just let I leave the tweet alone. I don't even respond to them all. So, good luck with that. But uh, th- this was a fun little segment. It kind of got it got a chuckle out of me because Stephanie she was on one this entire this entire segment this entire episode she was on one. <laughs> but yeah, Triple H holds her back while laughing and telling her to wait. She's like, wait, hold on, and she's like, let me go. She's like, he's like, nah, <laughs> wait. We get another recap from Kurt Angle trying to break The Rock's ankle on SmackDown as a way for them to plug the upcoming No Way Out event. 
Uh, that's the main event, WWF champion Kurt Angle versus The Rock at No Way Out. We then get a sit-down interview with the WWF champion who was interviewed by Kevin Kelly. Kevin asked where this hatred of The Rock came from. Kurt says he's jealous of The Rock, and why shouldn't he be? And recaps his odds of training for the Olympics and winning and then coming to the WWF to get booed and says it hurts. It hurts me. Kevin reminds him that The Rock is a people's champion and Kurt flips the flips the tables and asks Kevin Kelly, how's the people's champion treating him? Has your son asked you what a hermaphrodite is? And <laughs> he, he had that defeated look like, oh, oh mm. he couldn't say nothing. He's like, uh, yeah. Do, do we even want to explain to people who don't know what a hermaphrodite is? Should we even, should we let that, leave that alone? Yeah, we're going to leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> did your wife think it was exceptionally sexy for, for making you conduct an interview with your finger up your nose? You talk about lack of respect. Everyone thinks WrestleMania is set in stone. The fans, The Rock, even this company. After The Rock beats me in Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania. The biggest WrestleMania of all time. Well, I've made a lifetime of proving people wrong. I will beat The Rock this Sunday at No Way Out. I will prove without a shadow of a doubt that I am more athletic, more talented, and more deserving of the people's adoration. And after I defeat The Rock 1-2-3 in Las Vegas, I will finally win the people over. It's going to be beautiful. The people will give me a standing ovation and my dream of finally earning their respect. They'll have no choice. Throughout my life, my dreams have a habit of becoming a reality. And Rock, my days of being on top are not numbered. Yours are. And that, Kevin, that America is true. I enjoyed this promo. I don't know why. Like, Kurt, I'm, I'm so used to perk angle where he's like, yeah, all the time. I I forgot all about how how curly top Kurt Angle was. He was more laid back in this one. Okay, yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, this sounds good. There we go. All right, I enjoyed this one. It, it was a nice little build to it. Uh, we all know he lost, but it was a nice little build right. to it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, dang, he kind of hyped himself up, but not too much. Not too much. Like, in not a way, too not too he much. He go overboard, but. He did kind of segue himself, you know, in there. Uh, we then cut backstage to the cat knocking on APA's door. And she said, the way she said this so nonchalantly, I, was, I, had, to, I had to pause it. And I, but I wrote it down because I had to put the closed caption on them. I had to rewind it to make sure I wasn't, you said you started laughing. I had to rewind Yeah. I had to remind, make sure I didn't hear this. I had heard this right. How am I supposed to be the leader of right to nudity if the right to censor keeps stopping me from getting nude? The cat, then she drops her jacket. Farouk forgot it was Black History Month because he started looking at her titties. Uh, guys, come on. Listen to me real carefully. I want to get naked. What? <laughs> when she said that. It's self-explanatory. I was like, like what? <laughs> And then, then Bradshaw was horny as hell. We can help. And then Farouk said, I know just just the place. Uh, I, and then I'm going to try to say this in the most countryest way possible. I, I was looking at naked girls on the internet, and I found this, this place, DejaVu.com. They got a place here in St. Louis, Deja Vu Showgirls. You can take your skin off there if you want to. You going to have your bare butt shining in the neon lights. We definitely going to... And I'm like... 
Yo horny ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> he said, and then she said, Well, let's go. Well, wait, no, let's go. And then he said, Well, we're gonna need this money. Definitely some ones. Hell, I might get naked. And I'm like, uh, yo, that's why I started. You gonna get what? <laughs> that's when I started laughing too. I said, You about to do what? <laughs> <laughs> This is not about you. I'm about to get naked too. Like I'm about to just pull this whole thing off. Like yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to pull out my Eastly Flex repeat shirt. You should got to I'm about to just like, God damn, I'm about to get fully naked. Damn. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, Bradshaw. <laughs> Country ass. I bust out laughing during the entire segment though. I, I can't lie because I'm like, she came in with a skimpy outfit. Root forgot it was Black History Month. Started looking at her titties and her stomach and her butt. And then Bradshaw started describing DejaVu.com. Speaking of, is DejaVu.com still a thing? I'm curious. I do my research on this on this podcast. Deja, I might, it might fuck up my entire... It probably is. Let's see. Oh, it's still a thing. <laughs> it's still a thing. Uh, free, Hundreds of beautiful girls. Man. Oh, their their tagline is so shady, bro. A uh, thousand of beautiful girls and three ugly ones. Dang, <laughs> that's messed up. And they are still a business. Oh my goodness. Locations, you got. Oh, wait, they in Georgia. Oh, I about to say, I know they ain't in Georgia. Okay, they in Arizona, Louisiana, North Carolina. Oh, gosh, Arizona. <laughs> California, Mexico. Cali- uh, I figured California. Oh, they in Michigan? Which part of Michigan? Because I'm going to be in Detroit. Oh, they in Detroit. Uh, okay. Detroit. <laughs> 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 I'm <saying> Detroit. <laughs> com, number one erotic Man. entertainment chain in the world. Um, Dang. That's crazy. Oh, that place still is. That place still exists. And now that, apparently they're a franchise because they done. Oh, they, they, oh, they all, all over. I, uh, uh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, I see you. I see you. I see you talking a little they bit. In, they in the States. They in Mexico. Oh, my gosh. I ain't going to lie. That's crazy. So I know what I'm going to be doing in, in, in August. Oh, who I'm gonna be doing in August. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, we have <laughs> uh next up we then cut to Michael Cole interviewing Intercontinental Champion Chris Jericho, uh, who reveals that Eddie Guerrero and X Pac will fight. And to ensure there is no outside interference, Mr. McMahon has appointed Jericho as the special guest referee. Jericho says, Mitchell Cole, would you please shut the hell up? He was peak Chris Jericho at this point. Mitchell Cole. Mitchell Cole. And congratulations, Vince. After 647 consecutive run-ins during my matches, you have decided that due to outside interference in the interest of fairness, it's time to play it safe. Well, maybe if you would have that that wisdom the night Stephanie was conceived, the world we live in will be a much slutty place. And I'm like, this was peak insulting Stephanie era. <laughs> she was just existing and breathing. Slut, slut, slut. Um, like, God yeah. damn. People do not care. Jericho then reveals a he will wear a XFL inspired jersey with he hates me on the back to wrap it up. That match is next. Have you seen the third incarnation of XFL? I meant to. I, I, I meant I to ha- watch it. I on, wanted to watch it. I meant to watch it on Sunday, but I just forgot. 
Okay, so they come on Sunday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to go back to mainly their first episode, unless this is the first episode. The first even... week was last week. Oh, the week okay, before. A week before last. Yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, 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 some people said the games weren't really that good, but. We'll have to judge that for ourselves. But uh, next up, we get Chris Jericho coming out to the ring. And I can't lie, his pyro exploding caught me off guard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was, I was, was writing notes and I heard, boom. I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> keep in mind, I have subs. So I hear everything. <clears throat> Tonight's Raw is brought to you by Starburst Chew. Have you ever had Starburst Chew? No. I've had I've it. I've had regular Starburst. I've had it. It's nasty. It's nasty as hell. Oh, uh, uh, it was disgusting. Um, and no. Yeah. So obviously, they also brought to you by Chef Boardy and WWF Music Volume Four or oh, Five, excuse me, featuring Pie by The Rock. Have you ever listened to any of those these original songs? <laughs> no. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't think it, I have. It, it, you have to be high watt to listen to some of these songs. I'm not gonna. Listen. <laughs> I think the only music I probably like was Booker T's. Um, Song on there, and I, I think it was somebody else did something, but the, but Pie by the Rock, yeah, you gotta be high. Was it like, was it still Can You Dig It Sucker, or was it just the yeah, one? It was, his, it, it, was his ta- it was his take on Can You Dig It. Can you okay. dig it? Yeah. yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah, like he was, it was a little nice little remix. I think he did it in like 2003, 2004, until he went back to the Can You Dig It? Sucker. Before they went back to that, uh, Eddie Guerrero comes out with the iciest vibe that you cannot replicate, and no matter what, like he just had this essence about him. Uh, next up, we get Make Some Noise, Xbox. And when Xbox mm-hmm. got in Jericho's face, Eddie jumped him, and we're underway for this match. Uh, Jericho was playing mind games with uh, Eddie, hitting him with the fast count when he was pinned, but the slow count when Eddie pinned Xbox. Eddie and Jericho get into it a bit until we get back in control with the match. The match was pretty decent at this point. It wasn't bad, but it was just like, I already knew what they was going for. It, was, it, it wasn't to be taken too serious. Uh, both men hate Jericho, and Jericho doesn't hesitate knocking both men around if they don't listen to him. Eddie was sent to the floor, and Jericho and when Jericho started counting, X-Pac was taunting and slapped Jericho in the back of the head. <laughs> he just said, yoink. <laughs> Which sent Jericho off and... And he started slugging it out with X-Pac until Justin Credible ran out for some reason. Uh, he was first decked by Jericho, so his, that didn't that sneak attack didn't, didn't help him. But X-Pac quickly helped, and they were double-teaming him until Eddie ran in, and even the odds and a bit before dispatching of both men until Eddie and Chris started brawling until Jericho regained control and hit the lion salt to wrap this up as Jericho's music started playing. And I was like, wait, is this a no contest? Cause I was, cause I ain't hear no bell, so I was just like, uh, "All right, I guess this is it." Jericho was a marked man, cause from behind, Crispin, Crispin Wa uh, attacked him from behind and hit a DDT on the steel on Jericho, cause I believe this was set up a fatal four way at the pay per view at No Way Out. So a lot of this stuff was just to 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 build to the pay per view to get you to buy the pay per view. So it wasn't really a lot of these matches weren't really to be taken too serious. I was just here for the segments. I ain't gonna lie to you, uh, and the main event. Next up, we get APA and the cat at Deja Vu. We're back on Deja Vu. They see some semi-naked women dancing, and Cat asks if they can dance for us, but Bradshaw said, maybe you can dance for them. 
and us. <laughs> and she's and she had this big ass smile on her face, and those girls were literally dancing like Grand Theft Auto strippers, to a T. It was just like, it was, it was just, yeah. That joke is so funny. I'm like, they were literally slow dancing, like it was just like they was just they had no rhythm. They were just, you know. That joke is so hilarious. We then cut to the parking lot with Edge and Christian to 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 uh who tell a stagehand about to go tell him about a bike and he's hesitant but he does what they say and Edge says it ends tonight. The Dudleys have had our titles long enough. They started cutting a promo and I'm like he's right next to you. Or, oh, you're hyping. You're you're talking. Okay, I know. The way he cut the promo here, I was like your your partner's right there. What are you yelling for? Uh, Edge and Christian call out the Dudleys for a parking lot fight, and the Dudleys gladly accept it. And they walk to the parking lot. They're dead man. They were they were just going <laughs> crazy. Uh, we then cut to the guy running to knock on Undertaker's door to tell him. But you did you catch when they transitioned to him? He stopped for a minute, and then mm-hmm. he started running. I'm like, <laughs> that transition was not done well because you stopped right there, and then you started running. I'm like, wait a minute, you should have been running. Um, he knocked on the door and then he's like, excuse me, Undertaker, Undertaker. They told me to tell you that the Dudleys are messing with your bike. And he was like, you better not be playing. And he started walking to the parking lot. This is basically a setup. Basically a setup. The Dudleys storm out and looks for Edge and Christian. This was indeed a setup as Undertaker walked, walked out with his bike in pieces for some reason. Like, he literally walked off camera into the shot. And, and then Taker hits Devon first, Black History Month, and is in a double team situation. <laughs> And Taker takes control until Bubba Ray bomb rushes him literally into the cage. He's like, yeah, bam. And with he and Devon regaining control and lit him up before walking away looking for Edge and Christian. Kane walks out and notices his brother down and the and commentary is like, uh-oh, here we go. And Edge and Christian jumped him from behind with a steel chair before a double concerto. This probably explains why Glenn Jacobs is a piece of shit. But anyway, uh, this entire segment was great. I enjoyed this entire parking lot segment. What do you think about it? Um, I do appreciate the parking lot segment. Actually, actually, I'm gonna say this: when it comes to parking lot segments in general within wrestling, I actually like it because it's a lot of tension build up, fights go down, or it's already a brawl that's happening, and the match ain't even start yet, and it's like. Okay, like, well, we might as well just stay outside and just fight outside. Like, you know, <laughs> why we gotta wait to to get in the ring? Like, let's just fight right now. So, like, <laughs> I like that stuff though. Like, it's like, yes, like, that's when parking lots were a thing. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Nowadays, you barely get parking lot segments, and we, right. we, 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 we <laughs> like, need those back. <laughs> Triple H, we it's need, like, we need those dang, back. It's, it, just the joy behind it. Like, it was real. It's like, oh yeah, that's how you knew. Oh yeah, them two, they got they got beef. We've been waiting to see that fight. <laughs> like, we, we, I took off work for this. Like y'all have no idea how long I've been waiting. <laughs> and speaking of beef, Stephanie McMahon is backstage, uh, and she is impatient and asks if Triple H is ready. And Stephanie says she's just going to clear her head when she storms out. And I was like, "Yep, that's Cap. She's going to do some. Uh-huh. She's going to do some stupid." Uh-huh. Uh, and speaking of doing something stupid, Stephanie McMahon makes her way 
Stephanie McMahon Hemsley, let me be correct, then makes her way out to the ring to, I guess, clear her head. Uh, she cuts, she tries, she stands in the rain, crowd, slut, slut, slut. She didn't even, even breathe, just slut, slut, slut. The plans have changed. You see, daddy's not here tonight, which leaves me in control. I know you are all expecting to see the tag team of Stone Cold and The Rock to take on the team of Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit right now, but you're going to have to wait. Stephanie then plays back Trish and Vince visiting Linda McMahon in the home with Trish saying Linda is cold as ice. Well, she's a dated, but okay. And Vince then gives the flowers he gave Linda to Trish on Valentine's Day. My father and I worked very hard to put my mother in her place. I'm like, okay. In a family, there's only room for one dominant female, one female in control, one female in power. And in the World Wrestling Federation, that female is me. So dad and I took care of mom. But now I got another meddlesome bitch to deal with. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting spicy. See, Trish, I'm not afraid of you. Quite frankly, I'm not afraid of anybody. Just look what I did to Stone Cold Steve Austin last Monday night. And they, she showed footage of her slapping Steve Austin after he pushed her out, out of the way. Trish, if I slap Stone Cold Steve Austin, just imagine what I'm going to do to you this Sunday at No Way Out. And then the crowd begins calling her slut again <laughs> before Stephanie said, forget about the mixed tag. And she wants Trish in the middle of the ring right now. Speaking of this, you know how they was beefing about Trish sleeping with Vince? Gross. Yep. Someone put on Twitter, I think it was X3. He put on Twitter, he was like, uh, he 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 can't he wished the female wrestlers would fight over personal shit like they did back in the day. Like and I brought up I was like like when Mandy when Mandy wanted to bang Jimmy Uso and Naomi right. said not today, bitch. Right. Stuff like right. that was fire. Not that oh I'm the best I'm the better wrestler than you. I'm like I don't give a shit if you know how to wrestle. What they got to do? What we doing? Like, give right. me, give them a, give, give us a reason to care about you hating this person. Like, I don't care. Like, you can be the best wrestler in the world, the worst wrestler in the world. Make it personal. Like, like when Becky said, when Bailey said Becky was a oops marriage because he, like, even though we know it's not true, but it was still spicy stuff like that. But Stephanie wanted Trish, and instead she got old Stone Cold. With the goaded theme song, Disturbed, your superior Stone Cold theme song, Disturbed. If you haven't followed me on TikTok, you already know exactly what I'm talking about. The goaded by Disturbed. A lot of people didn't know that this had lyrics. Seriously? Yeah, some people didn't know it had lyrics. They that thought, is funny. They thought he was just saying shit. They just thought he's like, no, like those are lyrics. Nah, I'm gonna pull the lyrics to verify that I'm saying them right because, uh, those are lyrics. So the lyrics, too, are step up because you're the next in line that I kill. You don't believe it, but I'm betting that you will. Step up. I'll let you live with a little bit of the pain that I bring. You know, it's only the beginning. Step up. And he re they repeat. They literally repeat until they get to the chorus. I'm breaking the living inside. Yo, stop yeah. making someone hide. Yo, I'm breaking. Don't run away, bring it on, step right up, then down, down. So I'm pretty sure I blew a lot of people's mind revealing that they had lyrics. 
Yeah, like it got lyrics. They did not know. I I was I was That's I was funny. dying laughing with someone. I, you know, I did not know that he had lyrics. I'm like, bro. <laughs> but he came out uh, and she looked she looked very disturbed. She pun intended and scared because she should be very scared right now because this ain't the PG era. Hello. <laughs> and then when 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 he came out, I paused it because I saw a sign. I don't know if you caught it. It says, "Yous got weed, yeah, woo, Clay yeah, Jones." I did. I, I did. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> they best... advertising themselves. No, I don't know what the fuck they 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 need to spell it right because "yous got weed, yeah, woo, Clay Jones." Well, Clay, you need to learn how to spell. Uh, right. Stone Cold says, just relax, honey. I just came out here and s- to say thank you. Thank you for flapping your little gums and showing your little video clips and reminding Stone Cold Steve Austin what you did to him last Monday night. And Stephanie started pleading. She's like, no, please. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You asked for this. Shut up. You're pathetic. <laughs> and since I can't touch your meaty, your meaty mouth little ba- bastard of a husband, St- old Stone Cold Steve Austin thought he'd come out here to give you a little present Right from the bottom of my heart. And then Stone Cold stuns the hell out of Stephanie to a massive pop. I popped. I was geeked in my entire, in my office. I was like, yeah, shit. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. JR losing his shit on commentary. Austin started calling for beers. Like, nothing else happened to this. And then Triple H started running down the ring. Like, the way he ran down the ring was like a little duck. He ran down the ring, but he can't touch him. And Triple no. H is losing his mind. King said he's having a seizure. And then I'm like, and then this is what I wrote down. Because when he was doing all that jumping around, I was like, listen, Triple H, doing all that jumping around, hooting, hollering, shaking the ropes. But your wife is still laid out in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Check on your wife. For real. You shaking the ring, make, ain't making it no better. That ain't make, right. She it's probably got whiplash, Goofy. Goofy ass. <laughs> like, he moving the ring in her head like this. I'm like, sir. Come on, bro. No, we, I'm not done scolding you either, Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just government name. Just, I'm not done with you. JR started <laughs> hyping up their three stages of hell match. Have you seen that match? No. Well... I caught a little bit. Oh, yeah, we'll probably watch it in the future. Uh, saying Stephanie had it coming, and this man <laughs> will sell me on buying a car with the hype of it being the new, like, being new, the presentation, everything was so cool. Like, everything was, JR was just, like, he was screaming on the t- from the top of his lungs. Just, this will be the greatest match of all time. Jump code, stop code. Like, I'm like, I can't, like, he will sell you on buying a dead cat. That's how <laughs> yeah. good he was selling that this entire pay-per-view. Uh, but this was everything was cool about this. This was the main reason why I picked this show. I kind of went on autopilot a little bit after this this entire this segment because it was this was the peak for me. Backstage, we have a doctor checking on Stephanie while Triple H is still flipping out, tossing shit all over the place. But what he does next is hilarious to me. The doctor, li- listen. The doctor is trying to do his job. Then Triple H turns and grabs the doctor and tosses him out of the room and says, I'll take care of this myself. And I was like, okay, okay. 
loving. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Loving husband. This man then slams his hands on the sofa, on the sofa, and and she what what she's laying on. He's literally says, huh, and asks her if she's all right, and then instantly goes back to breaking more shit. Let her answer the question. God damn it! Right. <laughs> like I was like, like, what are you like doing, I, bro? I, I, I was so heated. I was like, bro, Doc, come back because he's not doing it. He literally just said, "Are you all right?" and then just moved on. Let her answer the question. It like you start flipping shit all over. Like Doc, come back. He's not doing it. He's not taking care of it. She might have a concussion. She might have a broken jaw. Cause Stone Cold's thick traps probably broke her jaw. But he's just slamming all over the place. Like, hey, come on, bro. Like, I was, I was laughing. I was like, bro, really? <laughs> then we cut back to, we cut to the back to Trish gloating about Stephanie being in pain and says that will be nothing like what she's gonna do. And no way out in the most. I'm reading the script dialogue I've ever heard. Uh, but William Regal says that with that deranged lunatic Stone Cold Steve Austin roaming around, I think it's best we take our leave. Trish doesn't want to, but Regal grabs her arms and says it's best they head back to the hotel. And that's the last we see of them throughout the entire show. We then cut back to the arena with the Hardy Boys coming out for a tag team match with them recapping the match earlier with Matt Hardy helping Lita defeat Demon Lico before making out. Did you, um, speaking of Hardy, did you uh, hear about Jeff Hardy's update? Mm-mm. I think uh, he got a slap on the wrist, basically. For his DUI jars from last year, I think he his his license is suspended for ten years, but he doesn't. Oh, have, dang. But he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to serve prison time. So basically, a slap on the face, on the wrist. Basically. Because if it was a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If it was somebody else. Ten, twenty years max. Yeah. Especially if it's like your third offense. Twenty years. Yeah, it's his third <laughs> offense, and he just got a. You can't drive. You, you're. I think uh, he his license is suspended, and then I think his car's impounded if it's if it's in his name. So I guess his wife has to. Like I, I think his wife probably won't even be able to have a car either because of him. So they have to figure that out. Yeah, it's a slap on the wrist. Uh, well, she can probably have a car. She just got to make sure he don't get in her car. I'm just saying, uh, I don't feel sympathy for it because uh, he should have he should have got real real punishment, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to waste my time, my no any more energy on that. Uh, but back to this, uh, their opponents is none other than Haku and Rikishi. Bad man, I'm a bad man. You a bad man. That's a kiss you. Uh, the Hardys don't hesitate and take the fight to Rikishi and Haku. This was basically a, a substandard match. Uh, I, I I started doing anything else. Uh, Rikishi and Matt started an exchange in the ring to start the match until Haku was tagged in and continued the dominance. Haku is a guy you don't want to fight if you haven't heard the stories about Haku. Look him up. Uh, Rikishi is back in control and the cameraman's obsession with Rikishi's ass needs to be studied because you've been forced to see Rikishi's rear unprovoked a lot. If you have, ladies and gentlemen, if you have seen Rikishi's ass unprovoked, unequivocated, I believe you're entitled to immense compensation because uh, I got tired of seeing. I get tired of seeing that man's ass. I'm just saying. Uh, the match breaks down into chaos with the Hardys hitting the twist of fate swanton bond combo, looking for the win until Haku jumps in with the referee's back turned and hits a headbutt on Jeff for Rikishi to pick up the win for their team. After the match, the brawl continued with the Hardys 
with the Hardys taking down, or they took down Rikishi until Haku started. He literally started breakdancing behind them for some reason. He was like, yeah, 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 and then locked them into the double tongue grip and chokes them out before stacking them up before leaving. That dance he did, though. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You Power Ranger? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Playing. Playing too much. Uh, <laughs> then we're back at Deja Vu, and we see another Grand Theft Auto stripper dancing. And to, like, she literally started dancing, started, whatever that was. And I'm just like, damn, I love black women because they got rhythm. <laughs> Until she invites Kat up to dance, and they dance together with Kat pulling her skirt down. Might want to put the women and children to bed, JR says. And then Steven Richards and Ivory of RTC run up and cover them up, interrupting their fun. I had a sigh of relief because... I ain't see no ass in sight. Uh, Steven challenges APA to a fight until they are jumped from behind by the other members of the RTC, Bull Buchanan, the good father, and Val Venus, pre-weirdo on Twitter, and they take the cat after destroying APA and security. Like, they just left them laying. Then we cut back to the ring with Al Snow campaigning to become the commissioner of the WWF. Then we get a recap of Big Show dominating in the hardcore division on SmackDown, until Raven is saved by the masked individual. Next up next is a hardcore championship match with Raven making his way out first with a shopping cart full of weapons. His opponent is none other than Crash Holly. Uh, this <laughs> match took place all over. It literally took place all over. I didn't bother taking notes because I was just mesmerized with everything going on. Uh, they was hitting each other with cans, woods, etc. Until they went towards the sewage area. Yeah, at that point, I was like, okay, this is this one went left. This is gross. Uh, <laughs> they started taking bumps all over all over the sewage, and and I'm like, I'm pretty sure y'all gonna be sick tomorrow. Really? Uh, that ain't normal war. I know they were sick after that. I know they were sick. Uh, they were going crazy until Big Show made his way into the fight and turned it into a three way until the female masked woman hit Big Show in the back of the leg with a two by four. Raven and the woman ran off into a car until Raven and the woman tried to drive away until the Hollies jumped into the car and they brawled a bit until Raven pushed them out. And after some more shuffling, Raven and the woman drove away with Big Show on their tail until he stops. We then cut to Triple H sending Stephanie back to the hotel. The hardcore match itself was just all over the place. Like, it was it was pretty fun that you should, uh, you, you guys should check it out. Like, if you just want to just the hardcore matches back then were a lot more fun. It was than the twenty four seven stuff they did now. Outside of our true, it is definitely fun. I got I gotta agree with you on that because when they say like raw is raw, raw is raw. raw. <laughs> it was fun. Raw. Uh, we like I said, like I mentioned, uh, tri we cut to Triple H sending Stephanie back to the hotel with Stephanie pleading with him. Not to touch Austin is is wait six more days or get suspended for six months. Triple H sends her away and lets out a a growl. He's gonna do something stupid. We then get RTC walking out forcibly with the cat, looking to make an example out of her. I don't get you, people. Stephen Richards says in the most raspy voice I've ever heard in my life. After scolding people for wanting to see her naked, Stephen says they will be her judge and jury and executioner until King runs into the ring because he's tired of what he's seeing. They were married in real life, by the way. Uh, King was doing a good thing 
Like, I was like, okay, King, do your thing. Until he said, I'd rather see her naked. And I'm like, oh, brother. Right. Uh, like, okay. 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 Like, and they make a match for No Way Out where it'll be King versus any member of RTC where if King wins, then she gets naked at the pay-per-view. But if he loses, then the cat belongs to the RTC, which they accept. With King picking Steven Richards before laying him out with a punch, which leaves RTC scrambling. And I was so ready for this segment to be over. Next up, we'll hear from The Rock to, soon to address Kurt Angle. But before that, they show WWF New York with Taz showing up, signing, showing up and signing copies of WWF The Music Volume 5. I, I've never been to WWF New York. I, would, wouldn't, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't mind hearing from somebody's experience of going to WWF New York back in the day. Because from what I've heard, some people say it was just bullshit until like unless it was the shows like the show the show like it was raw smackdown or pay-per-view it was pretty much bullshit they didn't hype up the rock versus kurt angle and no way out some more they show a recap of what kurt angle had to say backstage before cutting to a very focused rock getting interviewed by frosty tips michael cole rock- <laughs> frosty tips michael. dang frosty tips jeez rock says kurt angle the question of the night is why the rock is the people's champion it wasn't the rock who made The Rock the people's champion? It was the people who made The Rock the people's champion. Rocky, Rocky. And maybe it's because The Rock doesn't whine and cry about telling people who to cheer for. Maybe it's because The Rock doesn't tell people who people what to do. Or maybe it's because The Rock isn't the whiniest, biggest, whiniest, Olympic gold-wearing, bitch-ass, walking God's green earth. Rock then mimics Kurt whining and and tells him to shut up, punk, <laughs> before counting down the seconds until No Way Out and then says he will be walking out of No Way Out as the WWF champion. Uh, around that time, he always paused. He was like, the WWF champion. <laughs> like, very rock-esque at this point. And that, my friend, is true. TikTok. TikTok. See, Karen Cross stealing your gimmick. If you smell what the rock is cooking. And then it's the final hype for the main event. The Rock is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kurt Angle and Crispin. We get back from the commercial break. Triple H walks out to ringside. He is furious, but he's coming down to, to commentary before recapping what happened to Stephanie with Stone Cold stunning Stephanie, which got another laugh out of me. Uh, now it's time for our main event. Out first is the WWF champion Kurt Angle pre-you-suck chance from the crowd before his tag team partner, Benoit. Uh, before Triple H started talking and King trying to keep Triple H cool, especially when Stone Cold's music uh, started playing, King pleaded with him to sit down, which isn't working because that man is not. He, he wants to hurt this man. Stone Cold then grabs a beer and slams them next to Triple H, making a mess all over the place. I'm like, bro, really? Disrespectful. Proving, provoking him basically to strike him, but he can't or he'll be suspended for six months. The Rock then makes his way to the ring to, to match all the participants in this match complete. Uh, Rock and Benoit start off the match with Triple H saying he will wipe that smirk off of Stone Cold's face. King asked about Stephanie, and Triple H was about to give him the backhand with that dumbass question. He's like, King, mm-hmm. I will earn Austin's respect, tri- said Triple H. Bro, you had him ran over with a car in story. At this time, he wasn't, ain't going to respect you. He was about, you going to die. He don't care about respect. Uh, Stone Cold still teases <laughs> Triple H at ringside with both JR and King, praying to them not to break the no contact rule. This is a pretty standard TV tag match at this point until the heels took control of Austin before he made the hot tag to The Rock, 
who came in like a house of fire until Angus stopped him and all hell broke loose until Austin broke up the crossface and Earl Hebner lost even more control. Poor Earl Hebner. Rock kept fighting until Benoit hit triple German suplexes and went for the diving headbutt, but there's no water in the pool. Oh, boy. Benoit and them headbutts. We all know how that happened. Uh, Rock then makes the hot tag to Austin this time, and he goes ham on both men. The brawl continues all over the place, and then the ending came down to Austin hitting the Stone Cold Stunner on Angle and goes for the pin, but Triple H pulls Earl Hebner out of the ring. It looks like they might blow it and risk losing it all until Benoit ran in from behind with the WWF title belt and accidentally hits Triple H off the apron. Austin lights up Benoit into a rock bottom with Rock picking up the win for their team. The Rock and Austin are your winners. It was a pretty standard tag team match. Like, it wasn't too savvy or too, nothing too much to rave about, but it wasn't it was bad. Cool, though. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't too bad. So, there's that. Uh, the celebration is Rock holding the WWF title and taunting Kurt Angle while Triple H and Austin exchange words to end the show. Overall, I enjoyed this show. Like, the show was I did too. all over the place. I was laughing at DejaVu.com. Like, yeah, de- bro. <laughs> that's still a thing. That I, definitely tripped me out. I just want to be like, I was like, okay. Like, I'm, I'm like, like, I might get naked. Like, <laughs> sorry, what? And I'm like, then I'm like, you too? Like, like, whoa. No, no, we no, I'll I'll <laughs> take her getting naked. Your big ass needs to not be naked. Like I don't want to see that. Like, no, we don't no no. <laughs> no. Like, man, warn somebody. No, no. <laughs> this but, isn't even about you, but warn somebody. Warn somebody, like, you, you about to get naked? Like like like, like this is oh. a family show, as King this said. It's a family show, really. So oh, and I'm really the family. I don't want to be all. traumatized. I'm the fucking family. I don't want to be traumatized. <laughs> seeing your naked Man. ass. That's oh disgusting. Oh gosh. You big, you big bitch. And that concludes our retro review for Monday Night Raw 2001. The go home for no way out. All right. Now it's time for... The part of the show where we hand the reins over to the queen herself because uh, this is the Chop It Up with the Bandit segment where she gives us everything that is going on, trending topics, whatever you want to talk about. That's what she's here for. Let's do it. Queen Rebel, the floor is yours. All right, everybody. So if you do have TV, streaming service, or whatever you prefer to watch your media on, the... 50, I think it was either the 54th annual or the 57th annual NAACP Awards. It was Ash, They said it was actually pretty great. I'm not going to lie to y'all, though. I wish I would have watched it. But um, Black Panther um, 2 did get an award this year um, for... Oh, now I got to pull it back up. Give me one second. Oh. So they, for, I guess it was the winners and the nominees, they won, I think it was Best Motion uh, best motion Picture. So um, they got that. And then there's also Best International Motion Picture called Bantu Mama. Um, also directing in a motion picture, a wonderful woman by the name of Gina Prince, Bythewood, if I'm saying that correctly, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. 
I do apologize, but she has won um, directing in a motion picture for Woman King, and she did a very, very exciting job. Like, I'm very, very, like, proud of that for sure. It's like, I would hope somebody would get an award, at least for directing. Like, I honestly, I think my thing is if you have such a creative mind and you are meeting that goal and there's you know you're doing it with the right intention behind it you should be awarded you should get credit and it doesn't make any sense to me how some people they get rewarded for stuff they don't even do so like you know i do really want to congratulate her on that she did an amazing job also, there's another director. If you haven't got a chance to check her out, her name is Avi Rockwell. Um, she's awesome too, as well. She and Lena Waithe, who's also a producer, they put out the movie called A Thousand and One. It doesn't hit theaters until March 31st, but the trailer is already out. And I literally, uh, I kind of shed a little bit of tears for a little bit because the trailer was good. So the trailer got me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And yes, of course, like if y'all know me, I love Tiana Taylor. And Tiana Taylor is in there too as well. Oh, yeah, that, so I saw she, that one too. I, it's, I think it's going to be really, really good. Oh, I can't wait to see it. So I'm so excited for that. Um, also, uh, one of these comedians, if you guys don't know anything about All Deaf Digital, if y'all know what Roast Me is, it's on all dev digital. Um, one of the comedians, um, Kevin, he won an award at the NAACP Awards too, as well. So congratulations to him too. Um, he is a hilarious comedian. I didn't like see any of his content until like a couple years back. But then when they put in roast me, I was like, yeah, I was like, I've seen him before, like on a couple like clips and stuff. And I was like, you know what? This guy's actually funny. So like yeah, I he he deserves it. Like I I really got to give that to him. He deserves it. Um, movies that have came out this particular I don't want to say this week, but if I'm not mistaken, um, there is a movie called Cocaine Bear that came out I think like three or four days ago. I want to still see it, and I ain't seen it yet, but I will go see it because I heard it's hilarious. If y'all don't know what Cocaine Bear is. It's pretty much about a story about a 500-pound black bear um, that consumed a significant amount of cocaine and embarks on a drug fuel rampage. So, um, yeah, like in, in a Georgia forest. Check that out. So I do want to see this movie. It's already out, but I still want to see it. <laughs> like I can't wait to see it when I get a chance to see it. But other than that, um, please stay safe out here. Please. Oh, um, before you wrap up, uh, congratulations to Kiki Palmer. I think she just. Oh had, yeah, she just definitely. Had she just had her baby. Yay! Okay. Great. Uh, the oh, name. The name is cracking me up. Okay. <laughs> oh. The Lord. name is crack. It's not cracking me up in a bad way. It's like that's the. This is the blackest name I've ever heard in my life. Oh yeah! Shout out to my two cousins. They got babies on the way. So. One, I think she's due, I think she's due next month. And then the other one, she's probably due like a little bit 
in the summer probably but her baby shower is not until may so but we just got done celebrating my other cousin's baby shower already so so his name is i'm happy his name is leodis andrelton jackson is it leodis or leodis leodis i just pronounced it differently leodis leodis okay andrelton or andrelton jackson okay uh, okay. he's born he was born literally during Black History Month. So and, oh. she, and, she, and she basically made because he was she, she had a baby two days ago and she just posted it about it two oh, hours wow. ago. Wow. Oh. So congratulations in born. order yes. to Kiki Palmer on the birth of her baby. And uh there you go, you can wrap up. I know she's excited. I just wanted to get that she out there. That's so cool though. Honestly, that's really awesome. So proud, so happy for her. Um, also, like I mentioned before, drink your water, stay hydrated. Um, please keep um, a lot of people in, um, you know, prayers and positive vibes to anybody who ever lost, you know, any loved ones. If you're dealing with depression, there is help. If you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, there is help. It is okay to say no. If it's affecting your mental health or your mental well-being, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to get off social media for a while. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Do you have sometimes it's okay to make sure that you pay attention to you. That's the whole purpose of self-care. So please, please do that. Take all that time up that you need. Somebody tells you, you know, if you tell, I'm sorry, if somebody tells you that they need space, give that to them. If you tell somebody that you need space, let make sure that they respect that. If they cannot respect you, they can't respect your boundaries, then you got to let that go. Let them go. So um, other than that, um, that is all for, from me. Um, right. But other than that, um, this has been an amazing episode. It really has. Like, <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, just to give you guys a little tidbit of what's coming up. Uh, make sure you guys have, have already checked out the previous interview with uh Miss Lovely Laveau. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. We talked a lo- about a lot of stuff. It premiered this past Tuesday. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and let us and continue to let us know what you think about that that interview. The sit down before that, sit down before that, as well as the episodes by following us at Gresh Unleashed at www.greshunleashed.com. If you want to download or listen to in the audio format, your downloads are immensely it's appreciated because we it, it wouldn't be a thing without you guys listening to us sharing, saying tap in. We check, we see your quote t- retweets, we see your your retweets. We appreciate everything that you guys. And hopefully, you guys are enjoying what we bring to the table. Uh, speaking of bring stuff to the table, make sure you guys cop the merch. Eat, sleep, flex, and repeat is available at at the, our one of our new homes is uh, Greshapparel dot I think it's creator dash spring dot com. The link is in uh you it will be in the description of everything that you you check this out so you guys can cop this hoodie, the white one and the black one, as well as the regular t-shirts. I believe there's a tank top involved as well. There's a lot of stuff on there. Make sure you t- dabble in. The quality is pretty much is pretty good. I can attest to it. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, like like Swella says, stay safe out here in the world of unknown. But as your favorite voice that does the most and purveyor mischief, I have to remind you of the one known, and that is you are appreciated. 
You are loved and respected, especially by me. And remember to always, as the t-shirt says, eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy. Bye, y'all.